Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 46. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo! And you already know, we're back. Kind of. What does that mean? I don't know. Hey, we're back. So, really excited to be back. As you guys know, 46 did not come out last week. Yeah. We'd like to give you a reason that's good, but the only reason we can give you is that technology can be frustrating. Yes, it can be. So, we're working uh, to be better and better. That's right. But you'll have a bonus clip at some point from because we did film last week. Yeah, hopefully, essentially what happened was the audio was doing a weird thing. I don't know if any of you guys actually saw it, but we actually posted it, and then it was doing this weird thing where it was literally doubling the audio through your phones if you listened to it. It was weird. Still haven't gotten it figured out yet, but hopefully we can get it fixed and you guys can get something out of it. So here we are. <laughs> so what we've decided to do is come at you again this week with episode 46, and it's actually this week. This time. Yep, it is this week. Clint <laughs> hates when I ruin this illusion. But anyway, we are in these... these intern Clint is just shaking his head in disgust right now. But uh, in all seriousness, it is good to be back. You know, I, I've, we've said this before, but for me, when we don't do our filming mm-hmm. and having these discussions, it really affects my week, legitimately. Yeah. And absolutely. I look back on my week and I'm like, man, I feel like I wasn't... I don't know. I wasn't as as engaged, even in my faith sometimes. So this has been a huge blessing to me, and not having it really does affect my week. So um, I'm, I'm excited to be back. Yeah. So we do apologize again because I know, like you know, it's it's one of those things where we've had you guys, you know, viewing for a long time, and then you know when we goes and we didn't have anything put out, you know. So I personally apologize because it's my responsibility. So please stick around because this one it's gonna be better. So thank you guys so much for your loyalty. Appreciate you. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> think they hear that? Yep. <laughs> so if you hear that a loud, well, they definitely heard Klingo. Yep. Uh, man, what a great start to the show. Mm-hmm. So if you hear heard if you heard you heard that loud uh, banging sound, we there it is. We. Uh, <laughs> We are doing more remodeling in our kitchen. That's right. So uh, we do. We, we serve. People don't realize this about our church, but every week on Sundays we have mm-hmm. what we call community time. We have a free meal, and we serve s- average over seventy people a week. We feed crazy, completely man. free. And um, yes, we want people to eat, but the main reason for it is to give a reason to have community. That's right. So um, we do that every week. We've committed a lot of resources to that um, because we found it's pretty. Uh, fruitful. Even if yes. you're not having those conversations, you know, you're not always going to have a deep conversation in an hour no. before. But what it does is it creates that kind of family atmosphere and yes. the atmosphere of getting used to seeing people. Yes, you get around people. It's yeah. good for you. So because of that, though, um, you know, we that gets a lot of use. And we've had to expand and, and open it up a little bit. So what you're hearing is actually the demolition of a wall as we expand. So... Um, that's just the life here at the Remnant. There's it's, just a lot of things happening. Yeah, it's true. It's it's controlled chaos. Yep. And that's the illusion we want to keep. So uh, yeah, if you hear weird sounds, just know that that's not your audio. It's not the it's not the phone. You're, it's picking up. Yeah. Some uh, renovations going on. Yep. So uh, anyway, you're gonna see a couple links up above. One is www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. We are at, you know what I can tell you right now. I want to see what, I mean, anyway, I should explain what that is. If you click that link, it's going to open up a form fillable box. You type in a question or a topic that maybe you're uncomfortable um, asking someone in your church or in your life. Maybe it's it's intimate. Maybe it's personal. Maybe it just seems awkward or uncomfortable. One of mm-hmm. those non-church-like questions. Yep. You can shoot it in and it's completely anonymous and we'll discuss it and we'll, you know, we'll chop it up and, and, um, Maybe give you some insight into that. We don't promise to always have the answers, but we do promise to take it seriously and, and give you our thoughts as we invite you in as friends, and we're just having a discussion. However, we've gone through every question, which is uh, surreal. Jeez, just so you guys know, and uh, we need more. So when you guys have a question or a topic or a thought that comes to mind, and I know you do because a lot of people ask them to me in person, mm-hmm. go ahead and shoot them on here. We're at 900 and f- we've had 950 questions. Wow. So who wants to be... You know who? Let's let's get to a thousand. Let's answer a thousand questions. Remember, it's not just for you guys. It benefits the people listening too. That's right. So the other link you're going to see is a link to join us in our ministry financially, guys. Listen, um, as I mentioned, this this ministry, Real Talk, has really been fruitful. 
has really helped a lot of people, encouraged people. I mean, we, we know that. We've gotten yes. we've gotten that from people in person and also in messages. So um, you're already partnering with us by watching the video, sharing and liking and all those things. But um, this is solely supported by the Remnant Church here in our town, our, mm-hmm. our church. Um, and we're going to keep doing that. Um, but, you know, we want to make this better and better for you guys. And part of the way to do that is, you know, it takes money. And, um, you know, for our sets and our lights, we've already actually got a new light. Some new, You might see a difference. We've got some new light stuff. Yeah. Um, but we do take this seriously. So if you want to join us, and especially if you don't attend this church, but you're like, man, I really love seeing these videos. I love, love what you guys are doing. Would you consider um, donating? Click that link. You can do it right from your phone. Go down to Real Talk on the drop-down box. Anything you give is tax-deductible. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just appreciate that. So that being said, I guess that's the business. That's the business. So we like to start these off um, just kind of catching up on our days and our lives. <coughs> I can already tell I got stuff in my throat again. Oh man, it's been a rough <coughs> month for me. I kind of feel myself too, actually. When I'm at the moment, I can I hate doing that. <laughs> so I wonder how people do that in the news. You know, and stuff That's like that. Like how, you never see them blow their nose on camera. They have actual segments where they go away from camera. And they do it all then. I bet you. I bet you like... Yeah, because yeah, their segments aren't real yeah, long. because they'll be like, hey, what's your name? Go, here's the weather guy. And he'll go like do the forecast. And as soon as you're done, they'll go, doing everything. <laughs> Getting a drink, all that. Yep. Okay, well, we like to catch up. <laughs> Let you guys know how things are going in our lives. So, how's your last couple weeks been? Uh, they've been interesting. Uh, I know the previous episode that we recorded that, that the audio got weird on, um, I believe if I remember correctly, I was, we kind of, it was, we were talking about the new year cause it was supposed to be released, you know, right around the new year. Um, mm-hmm. and we're still pretty fresh into the new year, but, yes. um, during that episode we talked about, you know, kind of like reflection, right? You know, what this past year, what 2019 was and. Um, hindsight is so 2020 because when I look back, you know, when I, when, when I think about when I was just living through 20, not 2020, when 2019, um, I couldn't really see a whole lot in those moments. But when I, when I actually look back and go, okay, what was it like at the beginning of that year, man? So much has happened, so much, um, growth, you know, and so much, uh, man, so much good. And I, I can forget that so easily because in the moments of, you know, when you're just going through life, living in the moment. Um, it's it's hard to take a step back sometimes and reflect and see how much has happened. And uh, man, what a year it was—a crazy year, not only for me but for our church, just everything, you know. And honestly, you know, because I know we can always be our you know our big we can be our biggest critics, you know, to ourselves. So I know even as a church or as us, you know, honestly, we can probably look back and see, you know we can see struggles here and there in areas, or even me personally. But then, man, I know that when we got this building, it, like we wanted. To, take off and hit the ground running and honestly man like i think we did it like i take a look and i go wow like what we did was pretty special in my opinion like you know getting a media ministry off it's you know getting it on its feet you know and trying to get that running you know with real talk or you know doing all these renovations to our building you know it's just it's crazy man we've kind of in my opinion i feel like we've kind of built a culture that is a go-getter kind of culture like you want to do something we're gonna make it happen you know we did we did a show here for the region we did a Halloween event, you know, trunk or treat, you know, we did all these things, you know, and like, what a cool thing that that all happened in the first year. And, you know, I don't, in the moment, I tend not to think about it because again, I think it's culture and a lot of this, which is cool in a way because we're like, man, like all this craziness has happened. We're so used to it. They're like, we're not doing enough. <laughs> but really, man, like we've done so many cool things. And, uh, so it's just cool because I remember when we were recording the last one, it was a little more somber because I was like, man, like. I realize that there's a lot of weight I'm carrying that I don't need to. Well, since then, I've been able to kind of shed that off. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to get my life more organized and, you know, trying to make 2020 a year where, you know, I can put in that effort that I did last year. But it can be a, it can be better in the sense of, like, cleaner. It can be a little more a little more organized and all this and that. So um, last couple of weeks have been real. It started up, you know, kind of low, but it's really kind of come back up. And now, you know, I'm really uh, just really excited for the new year. You know, I'm excited for our media. I'm excited for our church. You know, like you said, hitting the, you know, <laughs> knocking a wall down right now for a kitchen renovation. Like, so crazy, man. Just stuff constantly happening. It's it's a crazy place to be at, but it's crazy in the best way. So, 
I'm just so blessed, man. And I've said it so many times on the show throughout the past year, but it's so true. It's so easy to forget, you know, what's around you and how special it is. And it's just every time I, I'm like you said earlier, you're blessed from real talk because you get to talk, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm blessed from real talk because I get to this is almost one of those moments where I, I get to take a step back and see all that. And it makes me go, wow, how special is this? So yeah. it's really good. I mean, I actually have so in my personal relationships. This I'm, it's kind of convicting what you said, but encouraging in a, in a way. I I'm nothing is ever okay. I'm trying to think how to say this. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you guys, <coughs> I'm so sorry. People in my life, <coughs> I need a segment. <laughs> People in my life, I uh, I it's I can see like growth, right? Yeah. I don't. I tell you that often. We've talked. You know, you might, you'll get hard on yourself. I'm like, man, look at where you've come. Yeah. Instead of Absolutely. just. But when it comes to myself, if I'm honest, mm. I don't see. Um, I don't ever probably stop to enjoy what I've accomplished because I'm always thinking of what I didn't or what I need to do next. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I do that with our church. So yeah, I'm I'm always. I don't think it's all bad, but you know me, I'm a dreamer. Yes. I'm looking to the next bend. I have this this vision, you know, in my yes. head of what we want to do. And so sometimes for me, everything's happening so slowly. <clears throat> and um, so it was really good. I guess there was this surreal moment when you said that of me going, you know what? I think you're right. We have, it's pretty amazing what we've accomplished. Absolutely, man. And, Absolutely. Um, only because what a beautiful thing to see a group of people come together and what they can make happen when they're united. Yes. Which always leads me big picture. What could happen if the church with a capital C stopped being so divisive and wanted to come together? Mm-hmm. What could we accomplish in this world? Um, we could change it. Uh, however, so that's cool to hear you say that. And I tend to put that on to the church. And I, I was even talking to someone, you know, my personal relationships, um, even girlfriends and things I've had. Sometimes it's been tough because... Or any serious relationship I've had because that that mindset is is well Todd they view it as or people have viewed it as like it's no, nothing's ever good enough and it kind of makes me sad because it's that's not what I feel mm-hmm. but I probably do put the people closest to me I just assume they have the same standard on themselves and I put that on them and that's not fair because that's not even a healthy standard to have mm-hmm. what I mean by that is the idea that well you can't enjoy what what you've done because there's still more to be done. Right. You know, and I and I know that's something that I felt kind of convicted about with you as is I've kind of tried to pour into you and we've walked this out and teach you some of the stuff I've learned. It's like I think sometimes that leads to your anxiety because I do live my life that way. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not healthy. And I remember you seeing a guy at our church told you like Todd's just a different guy, like a weird guy <laughs> that I just that I do that, you know? Yeah. And it's not healthy for me either. You know this. A lot of people on here we kind of joke about it. I don't sleep very well or very much. It's true. Um, and you could tell, look at this. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I that, and part of that's because I'm like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go to bed at night and go, man, look at what I did. I go to bed at night and go, ah, look what I didn't get done. Or look what I need to do tomorrow. And mm-hmm. um, so there's, you know, there's it's a double, double-edged double sword or, uh, you know, positive negatives to it. I yeah. can get stuff accomplished. And I truly believe anything's possible. But all that to say, but it can also be negative because, well, there's always... It can feel like nothing's ever good enough, even though right. in my heart that isn't what I'm thinking. I'm not going. Everything we've done is garbage. It's more of right. it's more of like awesome. Well, now under the next thing. But I think that does stop me from appreciating where we've come. Sure. So that's cool to hear you say that. It's I think um, of it as like a it dreamer's kind of curse, you know, like the what dreamer's curse because you know you're so you want to make all these amazing things happen, and then when they actually do happen. You know, you're like, yes, I did that. But then you're like, like you said, just on the next one. Yeah. And like you actually don't take a moment to go, I did that. Like, or like I was a part of that or I helped with that, you know? So. But I did, you know, what's funny though, man. That's what I mean by like putting mainly on myself because I don't look at it that way with other people. Mm-hmm. Because I actually think it's really sad when I see other people live in that. But for some reason for myself, I'm like, that's just life. Like, this is how it mm-hmm. is. But if you were like, man, I know I didn't do good enough. I'm like, yeah, you did, dude. That was awesome. Yep. But for me... So that's kind of funny, and it's just good to see. To see now, do I want to see us move into the community even more? I think we have reached out to the community through this social media, sure, and impacted people. We've talked to a ton of people, not only in different states and stuff, which is awesome, but even mm-hmm. in our own town and community. Yes. People that don't go to our church, people that live in the area who just stumble across us and say, "Man, we 
this is encouraging. You know, I love what you guys mm -hmm. do. So we are doing it, but I want to see us do that even more and leave, you know, Jesus's footprints all over this town and all yes. this community. So I'm excited to see how we can do that in the coming year. That's good. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons it's not wrong to want growth because we always say this, we want the platform to be bigger, not for our glory, but mm -hmm. to reach more people. That's right. Because humans, that's just how it is. They flock where people flock. And yes. that's where you hope they, that's when you can tell them, right? The truth. Mm -hmm. We talk about that a lot. That's we right. want to make, you know, if church is a cake, we want to make the frosting look good enough that they take a bite so they can get the cake, which is the truth, the real stuff that's that matters. Right. So anyway. That's good. Anyways, I don't know if that really counts as you going into your past. No, I was really talking about yours, but yeah. Okay. Um, well, how's your last couple of weeks? And you made it seem like, once again, to the world, that I talk too much. No, that's not what I'm Hey, I don't know, man, do. if that counts as yours, but. <laughs> so thanks again, everyone. Uh, at least he kind of asks. He just let me know. Uh, Todd, you've already talked. Uh, I'll try to make it brief for you folks. Um, I would say two things come to mind. One, I'm going to get really real with one of them. Well, both of them. But one I think is like I'm almost anxious to share it, so I know I should. Because mm. if I want people to know the benefit of being real, I need to be willing to do that. So yesterday, this isn't that. <laughs> first things first. So yesterday, I had this surreal thought, and it almost made me panic. So yesterday, Mondays are my day off. So I got up pretty early again. Mm -hmm. I ran around. I did some fun stuff. And I. this is so weird, dude. I woke up, and I'm not exaggerating. The end of the night came, like 11 o'clock, and I was putting my shoes on to come back, and I all of a sudden had this surreal feeling of, I woke up, and now it's the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I didn't enjoy – it was like I was in my head all day. I enjoyed it, but I was in my head all day, and it, and did I live that day to the fullest? Did I actually enjoy it, or did I – and how many times do I wake up blink and it's time to go to bed again and I just went through the motions like I think it's because I keep myself so busy that that day when I wasn't as busy as I normally am it made me realize how little I settle for sometimes in life mm. meaning uh, I mean I don't know man it scared me that I went through a whole day and it just dude I feel that though and I think it's because I was in my head. So even in the moments when I was having fun, I wasn't enjoying it because of what I just said. I was thinking about what needed to be done yep, yep. or you beating actually, myself you up. You actually in the moment. All the, No, not the whole day. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. And that that's crazy to me that I did that. I mean, it was legit. I could tell her I was sitting on the edge of a couch. It was dark, mm -hmm. you know, putting my shoes on. And I had this moment of boom. Whoa. Like, I don't like this. I don't like that. Man. And that makes me sad because mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was just, I, I don't even know, so I'm kind of processing it. But I don't think, I certainly don't think that's, I'm not very good at resting. And it's almost like if I don't keep myself completely busy all the time, I don't know how to exist. Mm. Which is not good. Yeah. Probably makes no sense. No, dude, so, I'm, I'm with you all the way. That's one thing. Okay. The other thing is kind of a confession. So I'm not married. A lot of people know that. Mm -hmm. Or if they're not, they ask that all the time. Why aren't you married? You know, blah, blah. Which is, could be a good thing or a bad thing. I like to think it's good. And they're like, oh, you seem nice. So we've talked about this briefly before. It's always surreal to me how being a grown man, I can still have things that affect the way I live my life daily mm -hmm. that I'm not consciously aware of. So we call them wounds or we call them patterns or, um, I won't go into this too in depth, but I love my family. I'm so blessed. That's another thing I kind of realized this week. Um, but my family has been such a blessing to me, but like any family, there was the ugliness and there mm -hmm. was, um, you know, uh, marriage, I, th um, looked different. Yeah. And I was really, I've been really hurt in relationships. I'm not making excuses, but all that to say, I think I've lived out of, I know this, I've said it, but this sort of fear of it yeah. because I know what it's supposed to be huh. biblically. Like I could, I'm so, you know, there's some passion about marriage. I yes. really am. People don't realize I'm yeah. very passionate about it. I think it's the most beautiful thing. I think it, God uses it to show the world what his relationship with his church looks like, what it should, when it's good, right? Um, but 
the realization that I'm still subconsciously at times, like I've lived out of fear of that is weird to me. A lot of people don't know I was engaged in 2009, a long time ago now, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I called the engagement off and was, a you know, nothing wrong with the relationship beyond me. Beyond I had, and thank God that God didn't let me, you know, because I think I didn't want to admit those things. So why am I bringing this up? You know, as I start to look to my future, mm -hmm. and I start to look, you know, because I want to be married right. and I want those things to understand and have to face it. Because I think I've always people are like, oh, you've got commitment issues, and I'm like, no, I don't. I think that's insulting to me for some reason. Somehow it, it hits this part of me. But if I'm honest, I'm there. I guess in the strict definition of the term, I must. Because there are brief moments when I'm conscious of this fear. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Conscious of this. What is the fear of? I don't know. It's a feeling of being trapped. I think, I hope they're okay with this. A lot of the examples I've seen of marriage when I was a kid, and that's, I, I hate that. I hate talking about things that happened as a kid because it feels so weak. Mm -hmm. And I'm not giving an excuse on it. Using an excuse, but I have to be real that that I know that has to be what's caused it to a degree, right. right? Like I have to. Yeah. But I see, I saw people who did the right thing, like you know, and, and they were more business partners, and there was no joy in it, and all it ever seemed to be was something that you were trapped in. Yeah. Now I know that isn't the truth, and I know that it's beautiful, and I've seen it in our church, beautiful yeah. examples of it, but. I don't think I realized how deep, you know, let's say 18 years of seeing that mm. affects you. And that, you know, and I wasn't saved until I was 16, 17. So um, it's just odd. Do I think it's as strong as it was then? No, you know, and, I, and, and then I think that's what's bringing this up is I want to be married and I'm excited yeah. about that. And I was, I've been thinking um, whoever's doing that clicking sound back there should probably quit. Uh, um, but one of the things that, that was pretty loud. Uh, I think that it's, uh, yeah, I just, I think this kind of interesting realization that the Holy Spirit gave me of Todd, you've been living out of this fear and you don't want to mm -hmm. face it because that hits your pride. It hits your pride that you can know truth and preach it and love it. And it's all real, but you don't want to admit that there are things in your life that, that I'm still healing, you know, and some of it can only be healed when you. When you experience it. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, I'm right with you, man. I and, and it's different for a lot of us, right? Yeah. And I think it's so good, man. Because especially, I like the fact that you mentioned childhoods. Because I know even for me, like my parents got divorced when I was nine. And like, I remember, because I've told you and I've told a lot of people, like, nine-year-old AJ, like, didn't even know what to do with that. He just kind of accepted that reality and just kept moving, you know? So even now, at almost 25 years old, like, I still, there's things that will hit my brain sometimes. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, what is this feeling I'm feeling right now? Why am it's I like, feeling It's a nine-year-old feeling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. And I think, like you said, like, I think there's a part of us that try to, try to, you know, push that down or push it away. Because like you said, we think, like, well, that's, that's you know... We're older now. We should be over that. Exactly. You that know. can't be affecting me. Sure. Absolutely, man. So I think it's really cool that you brought that up because I think you're speaking for tons of people who don't want to grasp the reality of your childhood shapes a lot of your mind. It mm -hmm. really does. Even going into adulthood, it's just what it does. Like, it's what you're exposed to. It's your home life. Like, it's just what it is. Um, and now I don't think, I don't think, you know, that you have to stay in that. No. You know? No. But it's but it I think the moment you accept that, like what you said, like accept that it like hey, like I there's things in me that I still feel because of that, I think that's when like you said, that's when that healing is gonna happen. Because it's just that acknowledgement that it's still there. You know, in a way I feel like that's kinda laying it out to God, you know, going, Hey, you know, all right, I'm I'm done, you know, I feel this still and now I want it to heal, you know, and yeah. I think that's when it starts to happen. So yeah. I think that's so cool, man. It sort of just, yeah, it sort of, thanks. I think it sort of just rose up real quickly. Like, again, it's not as strong. I'm not where I was at. And like sure. I said, I want to be met. People are like, oh, I enjoy that. And it's funny when you deal in the church. 
people make marriage such a huge thing and it is a big deal but like you know this how many times have i been asked why am i not married blah, blah, blah. yeah it's been sometimes i want to be like listen dude like that's not a, a prerequisite to being a church leader you know paul wasn't married and but I know why they say it, you know. Mm-hmm. It is weird and it looks different. And, sure. And um, but is it different? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's different because we've talked about this. Listen, if you're going to date, what's the purpose of dating? Mm. And um, <clears throat> you know, there there are pa- pastors that aren't married that probably mm-hmm. aren't dating or don't mm-hmm. you know look to date or anything like that. Gotcha. Date well, that could be a whole different segment. What is dating? You know, right. I don't know. We've talked about that. I think even in the church, that's kind of weird because it really only has one purpose. So right. But um, yeah, it was just kind of a weird little moment where God's like, "Yep, yeah, that's still there." And but it was cool because I think that's growth. Yeah, recognizing that feeling for a second, going, "Well, that's an odd feeling to feel right now." Sure. Like you said, with why do I feel nine years old right now? You know, mm-hmm. or whatever. So pretty cool moment. And um, man, looking back on my life and how God is just continually growing us and yep. doesn't leave us there. And, and yep. we've said this before: how awesome is it that He loves us so much that He doesn't try to fix it all at once? Can you imagine that? I'm going to completely fix everything inside of you at one time. We, our brains would probably blow up. You're probably right. Literally so. couldn't handle it. But that's so good, man. Thank you for sharing that because I know, like you said, like it's it's not always easy. So I appreciate your transparency. You know, and I'm sure they do as well. So appreciate you, man. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I think. Do we have any? Do we have any questions or topics this week, or do we? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. Um, I don't know where. What are we at here? Just use your fingers. What's our number here? Uh huh. He doesn't know how to use. <laughs> uh, he goes. <laughs> yeah, we got a little time. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of them. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> one is <laughs> that one's. I'll answer that one later. Dude, I'll never forget, just a little throwback here, the first, I think the first time we ever had, our, I think our very first unserious question we ever answered was, was how we did our hair so well, and yep. that was such a good one, and the reason why I thought of that is because, I don't know if you guys can notice, but I used different hair product today. This is such a ridiculous thing you're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, it just made me think of it, so I don't know why. Just Ooh, I love your new hair, AJ. <laughs> I'm going to get all those comments below. Um, this is actually a pretty good question, considering I know a lot of people are afraid right now because of what's happening in, in uh, world mm-hmm. world relations, right, with Iran here in the yeah. U.S. And, um, you know, people are throwing – I think it's – our generation is so dramatic, dude. Yeah. Immediately there's one thing, World War Three. Like everybody needs to calm down, yeah. first of all. And, and there's memes about it. Yeah, it's just – even that, the <laughs> idea of making a meme about something that serious. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Um, I'm, our generation, dude, I'm part of this. So it's, I just sometimes I'm disgusted, but I'm going to be real. Like, I don't want to be drafting all these things. Okay. Like, I get it. No one wants to be. Mm-hmm. First of all, even that being brought up, whole different topic. I got to get off it because I'm going to get frustrated. <laughs> um, listen, freedom isn't free, guys. I'm sorry. Like, you don't get to just, hey, other countries, mm-hmm. be nice to us. And they listen all the time. Right? Truth, I wish man. that were the case, but truth. Um, not that I'm agreeing or disagreeing with any politicals. Statement or what's been happening lately, just in general. Mm-hmm. The question is, here's a thought. And this person said, uh, a thought I had this week. Being a Christian in a, any, <laughs> being a Christian in a war, having to kill non-Christians, knowing they are not saved. Ooh, that's Man, pretty interesting. That is interesting. <clears throat> Holy cow. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. Like, first off. There's a difference because I've actually like talked to people about war before. I've had quite people ask me like, like how do you justify you know people going to war and killing people? Because it, well, so I guess I'll start with there's a difference between killing and murdering people. Um, as far as going into a war and having to kill somebody that you know is not a believer, man, that is, I'm sh- I don't I guess I I it would be hard for me I guess. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I think a lot of that comes down to faith. I don't think, you know, I don't think any believer would enjoy that. Um, you know, Scripture talks about times of war and times of peace. It talks about following the laws of the land. It talks about, you know, um, 
you know, our leadership in government and following that. And uh, also, you know, the idea that there are times, you know, there's a little known verse where at one time Jesus told him not to take a sword, and another time he told him to take a sword. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, told his disciples. And um, there's a lot of evil in this world. And truth. You know, sometimes we have to stand up against that. And I, and I understand not everything is as people think isn't as black and white. And, um, but in general, the idea of war for me, if it were me, is I just have to trust God, you know, and, <laughs> and faith. And um, I certainly wouldn't enjoy it. The idea no. of killing anyone is not yeah, enjoyable to me either. Not but I think, um, I think the way that I would be able to function, the only way is to know that God is still good and God is still just. That's right. And either they've had their chance to respond or, um, and if not, that they're going to, you know, be judged on, you know, scripture says that none of us are with excuse, like, right, the gospel, like we, we see it in nature, we see um, the gospel showing itself. So I, I don't know, man. I think for me, just knowing that God is sovereign and trusting that yes. and, um, you know. Well, he has a plan. Mm -hmm. To me, if anything, it brings me back more to what about non-times of war? What are we doing so that there aren't people that haven't had a chance to respond to the gospel? Yeah, that's good, too. And the truth is, even people that have heard it, there are going to be people that reject it. There is evil in this world. Yes. Um, I'm not saying... You know, I feel like it's such a big topic for our generation. But for me, short answer is I just have to trust God. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. I think, like, you know, you're going in to do your duty, and I think, I, th I kind of think back to, like, the wars that they even, uh, you know, that are talked about in the Bible. Like, you know, those guys are going in, you know, and they're, you know, and they're having to go, in, go into war and kill and all these things, you know, and I'm sure a lot of them probably had the same, you know, same thoughts here and there. It's just like you said, at the end of the day, you know, God is God, we are not, and He's sovereign. You have to trust that. It's all about trust, man. Faith goes so much, it just, I feel like it's always rooted back into trust. You know, how much do you mm -hmm. trust it? How much is, you know, if it's real, okay. You know, so. Great topic. Yeah, should get people thinking. If Absolutely, any, got me I, thinking. I love the heart of the person who has this question because, you know, it grieves for them. Mm -hmm. um, this same person was talking to about the bombing or the, the drone that hit the general over there. We've all heard about this probably. And, um, you know, this supposedly this person did a lot of evil thing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the first thing out of her mouth was, this person's mouth was, man, um, it's sad because he probably wasn't saved. You know, and that's an eternal mindset to be thinking that it's, it's, it should never be joyous, right? It's joyous when evil ends, but... You know, or evil things in general. But mm -hmm. man, a human life, an eternity so long, and to know that these people, <clears throat> people in general, that there are people out there that don't know. Yep. So that's good, man. I. <clears throat> okay. Um, I will see what else we have. <laughs> we do have a question that is more of a fun one, apparently. Does Is the remnant going to have a weight room? Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that comes from a lot of the people at our church. We're very active. Yes, we um, are. And we would, I don't know, man. We, we have a lot of goals for this spring. We want to have our sports field done and run uh, a lot of adult and children's sports ministries. Stuff that isn't being offered in the community and just a different alternative, maybe cheaper than some of the others. And Sure. Um, as a ministry. Like, we want to have a full-length football field, soccer field in the back of our property. And we've considered the idea of having a weight room, too, to yeah. reach out to people. Um, a gym, you know, mm -hmm. um, I like the idea of that. Uh, I know a lot of our members do just because, I don't know, you know, it's nice to have another place to go and sure. Uh, so I think that's what, it's probably somewhat silly question. Someone from our church is probably asking, mm -hmm. who knows? We'll see. What I would say to you guys, if you're watching is why don't you pull your money in and just make it happen? Absolutely. <laughs> Invest in what Meaning you the, want. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. You say eat? No, I was going to say eat it. And then I. <laughs> yeah, eat. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see if we got any others here. We can do a one oldie. Just random number here. 11. Of course, don't. Yeah, we're doing it. 
I love this. You say 11? So we yeah, do I'm this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We should probably, you know, I was thinking we should probably do a video mm-hmm. of just that question. Have I ever told you that? Like, we do one with just that question. Because I, I still, I want to make sure whoever asked that sees our response. That's why I keep doing it. I'm like, they come in one more time. I want to look at him or her. I know who you are. And uh, answer. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Oh, it's so good. It certainly man. sounds like someone in ministry by the way that they. If it is a pastor that asks that question, shame on you, silly goose. Silly goose. We're all on the same team. That's right. No, you're not because you don't dunk people 12 times <laughs> before you baptize them. Uh. Okay. This is why I don't have friends. <laughs> I just kind of love you, man. Anyway, uh, what number you got? Uh, let's go with, let's see, what, what, what? One to 950. 950, okay. Let's go with, let's go with 472. Just mouth 22, I just want to see what it is. Okay. Uh, that's a good one, it has to do, uh, we've answered it, but I'll come back to it. What'd you say, two what? 473. You always pick the ones that I'm far away from. I was actually going to ask, I was actually about to ask, I was like, what is your number range right now when you're scrolling? And then... Well, this is an odd one. Yeah. I don't know if we ever answered this. Okay. I'll answer it. Are you open to people giving you gifts slash private offerings and then parentheses separate from their tithe as a pastor? If so, how could someone get it to you? So I'll just apply it to us. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess we take gifts. I don't know sure. how you would. <laughs> you know, if, if I'm uh, mail by, them to us. <laughs> if I'm walking by and you go, you know what? You're great. And you hand me a $50 bill. I ain't going to be mad. Yeah. Okay. Or an energy drink. Yeah. Or, yeah, seriously. Or a handshake and a hug for him. That's right. I love hugs. But yep. when it comes to, I don't even know. Like, it's an, it was a real question. People yeah. are gonna think we set this up. <laughs> Send your gifts. No, um, uh, we didn't. But yeah, so you funny. could. You you know, we have. You can find our address online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can message in one of our production guys. I don't know something like that. Sure. It's really sweet that someone would even think that. Yeah, thank you guys. That is that's awesome. We need another number because that one was not really a question. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I <laughs> He's really pushing for 22, man. <laughs> I know we've answered this before. Okay. Uh, it says, let marriage change you. This is in quotations. For it is its design. May this journey transform you to be more like Christ. A pastor posted this to someone's page congratulating him on their marriage. Should it really change me when I get married? Well, I have to stop being the real me someday. Uh... Interesting. Odd, considering we talked about marriage earlier a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't think the way this person perceived that message, I think, was wrong. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, because I don't think marriage should change who you are. You know, I think when you come together in marriage, you know, it's two people. You know, I, I think they're taking the analogy of becoming like one flesh and maybe like making it a little literal in the sense of like, I like part of me is well, dying. Yeah, I think, well, and like they said, remember this pastor's point was, may it transform you into being more like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You should, if there's parts of you that have to, to be eroded away or broken off to be more like Jesus, then that's a good thing. Absolutely. So like marriage, uh, marriage is going to push you to be, to change things. You cannot be a selfish, yeah. you cannot be, so, uh, but the real me as far as completely changing you, no, yeah. I think... That's the beauty of it. It's, it's two people learning to love each other where they're at, but always pushing each other to be more like Jesus and showing the world a picture of what it's like, of the way Jesus and the church are together, right? I and love, it, yeah. And you go look right. at Ephesians. So will you have to stop being the real you? Let me change this. Will you have to stop being the same you when you're married? Absolutely. Mm, because true. you can't make it all about you, right? That's good. You shouldn't anyway, but mm-hmm. it's going to force you to realize that, you know, when you have a wife and then you start having kids, guess what? Life is not about, it becomes very tangible that life is not just about you. Yes. Yeah. People tend to, when, when you're, you know, when you're just, when you're, when your marital status, when your marital status is single and you don't have any kids or anything, I think a lot of people, you know, tend to have like that, you know, focus on you mentality throughout life. And really, you know, we've said this plenty of times that even if, even in that circumstance, like, Life is still not even about you at the end of the day. So like you said, it definitely becomes way more apparent when you are with somebody else for life and then you have kids and all these things. Well, when you're living with someone in that kind of intimate relationship, 
I think you can't hide as much. No. So you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to deal with those parts of yourself that are rough mm-hmm. and that are selfish and that yes. – and it's like looking in a mirror because your spouse becomes your mirror, right? Like they're going to show you who you really are. That's good. Um, because how do you love mm-hmm. someone when you see them at their worst, when they have stinky breath, when they leave their underwear on the floor, when they the yes. house is dirty, when they spend the money that you were supposed to save, when they're mean, when they're tired, mm-hmm. when they're grumpy – that's the beauty of it. It so, is the beauty of it. Will you stop, have to stop being the real you? No, because it's two people bringing together all of their stuff and making something beautiful. Will you have to stop being the same you? Absolutely, I think. Yes, and when marriage is done right, it's such a beautiful thing because of how bold it is. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. Like you said, because usually if you're doing it right, you're not going to know a lot of those things about each other until you're actually living together. Right. And that's why people like to try to play it so safe in the world. By living together before anything, like like marriage or anything, like they're just like, yeah, we live together. And they're just, you know, but we're boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever, you know. Like, they try to experience those things before committing to marriage because they're playing it safe. Mm. And that's why marriage that's good. done right is so beautiful and bold because you're doing everything you can to get to know a person without going into that level. And then you're, you're loving them enough because love is an action, not a feeling. So once you make that commitment, it's all about the action of it doesn't matter what, how they are behind the scenes now. I'm in it and I'm going to love them through it, you know, Mm because I didn't know what was coming. But here it is, you know. This leads to another thought since this marriage has kind of come up. So you and I have dealt with this recently, recently, recently. And I actually (laughs) talked about it earlier because people are always asking about me being married and stuff. Uh When did being a bachelor become an insult? Like, why is it? We just dealt with this recently in the week where someone kind of uses it as an insult. I've had it used against me as an insult. Like, you know, you just live a bachelor life. And I'm like, what? Why Why is it inherently make you a worse person when you're a single male? Because I don't feel like they go to women and go, you're just a bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? I, th- yeah. I think that's interesting. It's almost like being a single male automatically means you're uh, immature, irresponsible, um, boyish. Mm-hmm. Um, and and is, I guess the question following up with that is, is that a biblical thing? Is no. that biblical to think? Because certainly, would you call Jesus that? Nope. Right? Would you call Paul that? No. I just, I think that makes me kind of sad that there's sort of, I don't know, it's sort of like you're not a real man until you're married. And I wonder if that's what puts a lot of pressure on people. You know, we know a lot of guys that they want to be married. Well, first off, we're wide relationship. I'm not saying that. But I wonder if that brings a lot of the shame of when they're when they're not in a relationship. Well, if I'm not in a relationship, that must mean I'm a bachelor, which means I'm a boy, I'm irresponsible, immature. Mm-hmm. I just think that's kind of silly. I agree, man. Yeah, 100%. I don't think I don't think you have to be married to be a man. You know, like this whole bachelor bachelor mindset like I think it just it points out to, you know, how life is lived. Like, yes, at the end of the day when 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 a man is single, yes, his life is going to look different sure. than a married man. Yeah. And and honestly, you know, and this is, I don't, well, okay, I'm going to say it. So, <laughs> honestly, I think there's some jealousy when they say that because mm-hmm. they realize that they've had to give up a lot. Sure. You get a lot, but you certainly do give up. You do you give, give up, up some. Sure. Yes. And I think when they say like, well, you're just a bachelor, like I think a part of them is, is jealousy of going, yeah, you got a little more free than I do now. And that's yeah. just. Even though that's focusing on. You know, they have a kind of beauty that a, that a single man doesn't have, right? Like, sure. And, a, and so it's just funny, man. I think we always take for granted where we're at, what we don't have. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, everyone, quit, quit insulting your single male friends. You know, they might, yeah. are there people out there like, you know, I feel like when they say bachelor, what they're really trying to say is like the college guy in a, in a, in a fraternity, mm-hmm. you know, and certainly <laughs> men, we don't want to strengthen that stereotype by the mm-hmm. way we live. And we want to be men of honor and men of God. And but at the same time, hey, you know what? Let's let's not make it e- even harder on men that are single that are trying to find that person. Because mm-hmm. I bet you they're already feeling the bad enough. Like right. we talk to a lot of guys, and there's way. a lot of our single friends that that somehow you know they feel like they're not good enough because they're not married yet. Which, by the way, is a terrible reason to even get married is to make it about like, well, in order to be a real man, I need to be married right. instead of. I want a spouse, and I want to mm-hmm. love someone radically. And so a marriage is a beautiful thing at the end of the day. Yes. But we're all in different stages at different times, and we should love each other and appreciate each other and understand that we're all parts of the body together. And, right. uh, man, so, hey, let's be better. Just love each other where we're at and, and push each other to be better. That's right. Anyway, I think it's about it. You got anything? Um, Thank you guys so much. Uh like I said, I know we had, you know, we've been having some just 
difficulties lately with technology. So thank you guys so much for your patience through all of it. Because I know throughout this all throughout this whole year, you know, it's been a great success. You know, and it's been awesome. And you guys have been such a big part of that. And you guys have also been patient through the shortcomings as well. So thank you guys so much for your, your loyalty. Um, and just thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys so much. And I love you. So, so much. I know. I said so much like 20 <laughs> times. Uh, that's all right. Clint always mocks my spiel at the end. So <laughs> he thinks he hasn't memorized the cadence. I'm going to start rapping it or something. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm just really excited to be here with you guys again. And like I said, last week was weird. It's always weird when I'm not with my family. Yeah. You know, and you guys are part of our family now. So we appreciate you so much. Um, this There's another question that I feel like I was asked that I want to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel this is going to be kind of random. Okay. So, but I do feel bad because I got a, a text actually. So I, I want to do this out of love for that person. Okay. So the person um, was in a relationship. They were married. They got divorced. The divorce happened because unfaithfulness. Mm -hmm. The spouse is now coming back saying they made a mistake. Okay. And in doing that, um, they're, long story short, this person who asked this question said, I've forgiven them. Mm -hmm. But now they've come back to me and confessed all these other things that I never knew that's even worse than the things that happened that I did know. Oh, wow. And I'm having a really hard time forgiving them. Mm. Like, how do I do that? Hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I guess I want to, I know guys that we kind of give you a false ending here, but I, I want to answer that because oh, I feel. Dude, this is awesome. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I guess I'll start. You always have to start. I think that. That would be tough. And yes, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what it's like. You've already grieved the loss of your marriage. You've already, already um, you know, had to heal from the wounds you already knew about and from the unfaithfulness and the infidelity and all these things that you knew about. Mm -hmm. And the per not just that, you, you, the person leaving you for this other person. Right. So you're, you've, you've forgiven them. It's taking you time forgiving them. They come back. That's hard. You still want to, you know, especially when kids are involved. I know there's some kids involved in this situation specifically. So they come back and like you have to interact with this person. You've just gotten to the point where you can love them mm -hmm. even as a brother or sister, a brother in Christ. And now they confess to you, oh, by the way, I also did this, this, and this, and this in our marriage, during our marriage and after. And I don't know any details about what that's at. So now mm -hmm. you've got to, all, it's like it rips open the old wounds and, then and new ones. Mm -hmm. And you know, what do you do? And I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I guess one, my, my tangible advice is take comfort in the fact that you that the Lord already healed you and it began the process of healing you from those wounds so yes. he can do it again. That's right. And um, we know that the Bible says that he'll work out all things for the good of those who believe according to his purposes. Yep. And so maybe there's deeper healing that needs to come mm, for you. Good. Yep. And, um, you know, how how crazy is it that I guess I could see a positive side of you get to know other things you didn't know. That's right. And and now now it's time you're able to fully heal. Even though it may hurt right now, maybe you're going to be able to fully heal when you wouldn't yes. have before because it would have been like a slow leak. I love that. Um, so I think, you know, take comfort in that. And I'm not saying that's easy, you know. No. Uh, the other thing I would say is forgiveness. How do I forgive them? Well, you forgave them before. And you haven't you have a Holy Spirit in you that enables you to do things that don't make sense. Other, you know, forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to be in the relationship the way that it was. Um, forgiveness means coming to a place where you want good for that person. You don't actively seek bad. Mm. And um, at the end of the day, one of the things you and I talk about a lot, and I, I, I'm very passionate about this. When you have been forgiven much, it's easy to forgive much. Yes. And, uh, you know, this isn't making light of the pain you have, but remember that the things you've done in this life that are poor have hurt someone they've hurt people right when, yes. we, when we sin we hurt people and even if it's not the same level that always reminds me that i want that person i hurt to forgive me that's my heart's desire how can i not offer that to someone else and that's that right. the lord has forgiven me and um you know and forgiveness is a daily choice it is waking up every day and saying i I want good for them. And, and one of the ways that I have found that has helped me forgive people that I feel impossible to forgive is I pray for them mm. every day. And I and sometimes the words stick in my throat, you know, God bless them, you know, heal them, all those things. But, you know, ask yourself this. If your spouse, your ex-spouse, could be fully healed, truly saved, 
and restored, would you want that? Mm. And if the answer is yes, then then that should help you forgive. That's right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I love that, man. I think what you said earlier about, you know, he's healed you once, he can do it again. It reminds me of Samson. It says one more time. You love know, that, like, man. And it's true. Like, God will be there to give you that strength to heal again. And um, you said something else. And it was, it was really good. Dang it, what was it? I don't remember. But <laughs> um, that's just, yeah, you're right, man. Like, He's going to heal you again. You just have to, you know, be faithful. Oh, that's what you said. Yes, I love that you said that because in the event that, you know, you said they, they ripped open an old wound but then opened up new ones, you know, how amazing is it that that gives them an opportunity to heal as well? It's good. It yeah. does because they're not holding anything back anymore. And even though it sucks and even though it hurts, they're telling you the truth now. And that's yeah. a big step. That's true. And, like... Even, like you said, even though it's not fun, like, what a beautiful thing, mm. you know. So that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the other thing I would encourage you, and you're already doing it, is, you know, let other people help carry your burdens. Mm -hmm. Galatians 6, two, you know, sharing that, that that pain, which I know this person did. They Like I said, they texted me. So I mm. uh, won't say your name, but praying for you. And I think a lot of people watching this video are going to join in prayer, too, Absolutely. for you. Um, but... That's a segue to closing up now. So yeah. like AJ said, we appreciate you guys so much. Sorry for the false ending there, but we're really <laughs> going to do it now. We thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, as I said up above, the two links, www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. We need topics and questions. Feel free to shoot them in there. And also, if you want to uh, join us in our ministry financially, we'd really appreciate it. www.theremnant.live slash give. Hit the drop-down box to Real Talk, and whatever you give is tax-deductible. And, and don't ever think that... Um, there's something too small, right? That's right. If anything helps. Other than that, we'll see you guys this Thursday at 9 o'clock for Real Talk Live, where we Ooh. go live. It's a wild time. <laughs> um, if you guys, if you were blessed in any way by this video, would you do us a favor and like, comment, and share? If you have thoughts on the questions, go ahead and comment below. We see them. We'd love to. It creates a dialogue for other people. Uh, we, we view this as a conversation. Yes. And uh, like and share the video as well. Uh, and invite your friends, you know, sometimes telling people verbally about it, about Real Talk, gives them an opportunity to ask those kind of questions. So yes. We hope you guys have a great day. Um, we are uh, also, if you haven't liked our, we are, I'm a good speaker. If you haven't liked our church page, the Remit Church, uh, go ahead and go like, follow, and see first on that. The more likes, the more people it reaches. That's right. And other than that, we hope you guys have a great day, and truly, God bless you.